I'm Kathleen Anderson, part skeptic, part believer, and your host of The Eclipse. Welcome to my podcast, where I dive into the unknown, seeking truth and hope with a healthy dose of skepticism and humor. Hello, hello! Welcome to episode 13 of The Eclipse, lucky number 13. It's pretty amazing that we've come this far. And we have so much planned for this endeavor of the future. We couldn't accomplish any of this, however, without dedicated listeners like yourself. So thank you for your support. And please tell your friends about this podcast. The more who listen, the more successful we get. This episode is dedicated to the Area 51 of the United Kingdom, Rudlow Manor. You know, I spent two years in England and I never heard of this place until this year. I'm super bummed. I never got a chance to try to check it out when I lived in the UK. In fact, if my friends who, I won't say their names because I don't want to embarrass them, but I love them to death. They're basically like a brother and sister to me. If they're listening, I'm super upset we never took a trip. Uh, Like we got to go back. We got to check this place out. Maybe someday I'll go back and I'll get a chance to scope it out. (laughs) You know, what is Rudlow Manor? So it's just like it sounds. It kind of looks like a little castle. It's located in southwest England in Wiltshire. So think of like the Bath region for those of us who lived there briefly. It used to be a Royal Air Force base like or owned by the Royal Air Force, I guess. You wouldn't really call it a base because it literally kind of looks like a mini castle. What it's known for is having a huge like underground tunnel and chamber network, which really isn't that strange for England. If you know anything about like World War One, World War Two history, or spent any time in England in general, there's a lot of like underground tunnels and chambers at a lot of like former military locations or like castles and things like that. It's um like the castles and a lot of the historical like Dover to like the underground tunnels and chambers were not or is really isn't that strange. Um and and just like a lot of locations that were very big during the war, if you will, it was used for espionage and counterintelligence during the war. Also not really that shocking if you know anything about World War One, World War Two, British history. So England ha- is well known for having historically a pretty robust counterintelligence operation. So not too, not too shocking there. Kind of boring, right? Snooze fest. I can almost hear you guys snoring as you're as I'm recording this. Uh, but what is interesting that is in 2007. The Ministry of Defense. So the Ministry of Defense is kind of like our DOD if you will, Department of Defense. The Ministry of Defense admitted that Rudlow Manor was a location where they would investigate alleged UFO sightings. <laughs> well, now that's a horse of a different color now, wasn't it? Um, that's a little bit more interesting at that point. So what, what do they use it for today? Apparently they don't use it for anything, allegedly. Uh, there is, it's no longer in use. However, Kind of strange, though, because it still has a fence all around it. I mean, that by itself isn't all that weird, I guess, right? Private property and everything. You could still have something not in use and have it be private property. But it still has, like, heavy, heavy surveillance. Lots of cameras around it. 
now, I mean, like I said, if you if you've lived in the United Kingdom, like CCTV is everywhere. So again, maybe that's that. I mean, that that's still that's kind of hinky to have all these cameras around a location that is no longer in use. But you know, it still could be you know private property. So okay, you know, you want to have cameras to make sure that like hoodlums aren't breaking in and you know doing damage, I guess. Uh, but here's what I think is pretty strange. And this is where I think it's pretty clear that it's it's clearly something's going on over there. They have guard dogs on the location. That's weird, right? Because if you got guard dogs, that means you have personnel there to take care of the guard dogs. And if you have personnel there, then you got to have something, something there, right? So that's strange. Rutherford Manor, again, I had never heard of it until this year. Uh, I had a friend text me about it and tell me that I should check it out, that I should do an episode on it. And so doing my research, I came across an Ancient Aliens episode. And as you guys know, I love Ancient Aliens. I was actually surprised I hadn't seen this one. But in it, two of the kind of the main, the main dudes, if you will, Giorgio, who is the main guy, I would say his last name, but I'm going to screw it up and I don't want to do that. But he's the guy with the hair. He's the guy, he's the main dude. Giorgio and Nick Pope. So Nick Pope used to work for the Ministry of Defense as like kind of a UFO researcher, from what I gather, probably among other things. I I have a feeling that wasn't his sole job, but that was one of them. Giorgio and Nick Pope go to check out Rudlow Manor. Now, Nick stays in the car, which I think is pretty funny. And I think it's really smart, too. I'm not I don't think it's funny because I'm making fun of him. I think it's pretty smart because obviously he worked at the Ministry of Defense and he's probably like, I'm not looking to get hemmed up by anybody. Giorgio goes goes ahead and goes up to check it out. And obviously there's a fence, cameras and everything. And while he's up there, authorities come. The authorities come and they're like, hey, you got to go, right? And they had to like like move the cameras down or turn them off, and that's pretty that's pretty weird, right? That's very that is very Area 51 ish, if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be honest. So it's pretty interesting. It's actually a really interesting episode. I wish I had paid attention to what season and episode it was, but it's worth checking out. I'm sure you could Google Ancient Aliens Rudlow Manor and you'd find it. So what's what's the history with UFOs in that area? Because like with Area 50, like our Area 51, everybody's pretty well acquainted with like the Roswell incident and the idea that we built this, this base, Groom Lake, and they were doing all these experiments with aircraft. And then obviously the, the link that people make with aliens and UFOs. So where's the link here in the United Kingdom? So there's with this particular one, because there's other UFO alien stuff, uh, theories that go on in the UK. But this one in particular, there's two main ones that kind of pop up when it comes to R- Rudlow Manor. So the first one is the 1974, and I'm going to say this wrong, Berwyn Mountains incident. So in these mountains... Residents saw all like a whole bunch of lights and a lot of noises, and, like rumbling noises and these bright lights. And they thought for sure they were UFOs. Now, the government said that it was a combination. And this is so ridiculous. A combination of an earthquake in association with a meteor shower. So the earthquake was the loud noise, which I could buy that if there had been no lights and all you heard was like, loud rumbling i've been in an earthquake before it does kind of sound like a freight train sort of that's a lot of rumbling and all that um uh, but 
to say that the bright like at the same time there was a media shower is a little weird. Uh, so this this particular incident is called the Roswellsh <laughs> incident. Oh, that's pretty clever. The other one associated with Redlow Manor is the 1980 Rendlesham Forest incident. So in this forest, which was by a base, uh, Royal Air Force Base Woodbridge, there was some United States Air Force personnel located. In fact, I think it was ran by United States Air Force personnel. Had to have been. So there were some Air Force people who, to include the deputy commander of the installation, Lieutenant Colonel Charles Halt, who claimed that they saw UFOs. So the investigation said that there were, you know, or what, 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 well, before I get to the investigation, the Air Force personnel said that they saw all of these lights and there was, this is the same one. I'm pretty sure that there were two like security forces dudes who went out into the forest and actually saw, claimed to have seen an aircraft or a spacecraft, a UFO. And I think this is the same one that when one of them touched it, all of a sudden they were like, it was like code was being transmitted to them through the ship in binary. But anyway, an investigation was was done and the government said that the lights that they saw were just like bright stars and the light from this lighthouse and it was all kind of an optical illusion. Interestingly, the commander in 1983, Ted Conrad, said that, quote unquote, those lads saw something, but I don't know what it was. So that's kind of interesting. He doesn't necessarily say like, yeah, they saw aliens, they saw a UFO, but he he does acknowledge that they saw something and they haven't been able to explain it yet. Here's where it gets kind of shitty, though. Um, in 2010, the same commander said that all of them should be ashamed for, for what they claimed that they saw. Pretty crappy. Uh, other interesting fun fact, and I can't, again, I feel like I got to take a trip back to England. There is a UFO trail in this uh, for this Rendlesham, Rendlesham forest thing that has a piece of artwork at the end of the trail. So it's kind of like uh, if you've been to Las Vegas, there's this extraterrestrial highway that you can take, which my husband and I did when my daughter was real little. We lived in Vegas and it's so much fun. There's all these like neat little weird <laughs> stops along the way. And it basically takes you to what is it? Uh, Rachel, Nevada, which is the city. I can't even call it a city, the, the town that's right outside Area 51. So what are my thoughts? I mean, obviously something is going, is either still going on there. There's either like still like an active, I don't know, program happening at Redlow Manor or it, or there is something still there that requires guarding, right? Because why the guards? Why the guard dogs? Why why does do the authorities come and, you know, tell Giorgio to go kick rocks? It doesn't make any sense why you would have guard dogs at the location if there wasn't something there that required guarding more than just a building. What do I think about the the incidents? Let's talk about the mountains. That excuse was dumb. You're telling me that a fairly, you know, large swath of people said that they saw lights that are unexplainable and heard noises that they couldn't explain. And your best answer is they just happened to witness an earthquake meteor shower event that happened at the same time. I like that's insulting. I think it's probably more probable that what they saw was possibly related to a military 
aircraft experiment. I mean, we we talk about it here, right, where some UFO sightings have been linked to our experimenting with, you know, aircraft that aren't that are top secret, right? That does happen. And there's no reason to think that the United States has the corner on that market, right? There's no reason to think that the United Kingdom wouldn't be doing the same. Um, I think it's the same when it comes to the forest, the Rendlesham Forest. I don't know if I believe the idea of like the what the security forces members where they saw an actual spacecraft and the binary code thing, although their stories match up. But it's pretty easy for two guys to make sure that their stories are the same. So I don't, I don't know. I think it's not that I think that they're lying. It's just so fantastic that it is hard to believe. And it's a shame that there wasn't more than just two people. I think it's interesting and suspect that the commander doubled back on what he said. I mean, it's not, like I said, when he first came out and whenever it was, 1983, and said that, oh, yeah, they saw something for sure. And then, like, that wasn't him saying, like, yep, that was aliens, it was UFOs and aliens. But, I mean, that was, it was a little bit of him at least giving a nod that, like, yeah, you saw something unexplained. But then to come back in 2010 and say, like, they should be ashamed, that's really suspect. And that, that makes me think that somebody said something to him. And said, like, hey, you need to you need to clear the record there and make sure that people know that you don't believe this stuff, because that's what the government does with stuff, right, is they want to discredit people. And so, you know, what better way to discredit your deputy commander than to say that he should be ashamed of himself, which I mean, what a man, there's like, that sucks. That's a really, that's a shitty way to do your deputy commander. But I mean, I was in the military. I knew plenty of commanders and deputy commanders that hated each other. So it could happen. The excuse was dumb. Oh, it's an optical illusion. You guys were, all of you that witnessed this on the base are just too dumb to understand the idea of optical illusion. Again, I think it's, I don't think it's, I don't know if it was a UFO or aliens. I think more than likely it was probably an military aircraft experiment done by the United Kingdom and they just didn't let anybody know in the United States government. But that's that's at least where I'm at right now. I'm going to cover these two incidents further with their own episodes. So we'll be able to dive deeper into it. When it comes to the manor though, I mean, again, I think it's pretty obvious that this isn't just some empty decommissioned building that's private property. There would be no reason to have guard dogs. I could excuse the fence. I could excuse the cameras because Europe's all about that surveillance state. But dogs? Mm, It's obviously not decommissioned. I don't know if they're still working there because I think you would see more people if if it was still like an active like actively operating, but there's clearly something stored there that they don't want people to see. I think that's probably the case. Thank you for listening and please continue to follow us on Spotify. And as always, you know what I'm going to say, leave a good rating. This helps support our endeavor by making sure our podcast shows up on general searches more often, which helps us get our word out and where we can maybe get some advertisers, which would be exciting. In the next episode, get ready. You might want to sit down. In the next episode, I'm going to share my own personal possible abduction experience. (gasps) That's right. It's possible that I'm an abductee. Is that what you call him? Abductee? Yeah, I think that's right. I didn't even know until like recently. I'll get into that more. There's more to the story than that. But 
It is true. The next episode, I'm going to talk about something that happened to me that could possibly have been an alien abduction. So maybe you all can help me discover if it's true. Thank you again for listening. And please take the time to follow me on Substack. I publish my podcast and all my writings on my Substack, titled The Sweet Struggle. You can also find me on Twitter at at MohawkModerate. And swing by thepoliticalinsider.com to read my articles and those of my other highly talented fellow writers. My name is Kathleen Anderson, and you've been listening to The Eclipse.